You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, here we go, Shime Time. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Let's get this right out of the way, folks. Good morning, Chris Shime. Happy Saturday, buddy. Good morning, Mutt. Happy Saturday to you, friend. Uh, pre-show, pre-show today. Um, you are the walking embodiment of fall in New England. Yep. You're a bigger guy. Yep. You like sweatshirts. Sure do. 24-7 goatee beard. Yep. Um, you don't like anything pumpkin. I just don't like pumpkin. I don't like the flavor of pumpkin. It just doesn't do it for me. Whether it's pumpkin beers, all different kinds. of. I've tried a handful of pumpkin beers. Don't like them. Pumpkin pie. I'm out. Pumpkin spice iced coffee. No, thank you. I do, however, love the 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 pumpkin smell. Whoopie pies. Pumpkin whoopie pies. Nope. Out. Oh, out. Tra- pumpkin Trader bread. Joe's has out. the the Trader Jones pumpkin spice ice cream mini cones for the fall. Mm-mm. Holy out. mackerel! I do, however, love the smell of a good like pumpkin spice candle. Um, but I just I taste it taste wise can't do pumpkin. I don't know what it is. Just can't do it. It's like the smell of pumpkin. Yep. Do you, do you do you find pumpkins offensive? Like or, no. orange pumpkins? No, nope. I like pumpkins. I think pumpkins are cool. I like pumpkin carving. Um, like I said, I like the smell of, of I feel like pumpkin spice is the smell of fall, um, which I enjoy. As you said, I'm a fall. You look guy. like you enjoy everything fall. Like a good yeah. I could see you like my thought was like it's Sunday up uh, football time, a big, big homemade chili, you and your girlfriend. I love all chili. Your, all your bets laid out in front of you in a pumpkin beer, and you're telling me there's no pumpkin beer. No pumpkin beers. I would rather go with a nice uh, double IPA uh, on a fall day. <laughs> pumpkin spice martini? Nope. Oh, boy. Nope. Can't do it. All right. Sorry. That's it for your pumpkin talk. Uh, <sighs> this came up in the pre-show, but we have other things to get to. Uh, yes, we time. Excellent, excellent appearance last night on Mud at Night. In the Twitch chat, people were commenting that you were fresh off a mall walk. So you're never going to shake off the fact you like going to malls. Yeah, it is what it is. It's fine. It's what people, people want to believe. People want to think I do love a good mall walk, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Let's quickly hit on the Patriots game. Shy Mac Jones, doubtful Uh, Patriots. uh, It sounds like Jacoby Myers, according to our buddy, Andrew Callahan today expected to play Uh, no Lawrence guy. Uh, Some other guys questionable in their defense. Um, But basically sort of what we thought, I think, going into the weekend. And so you're getting now a clean three, uh, laying three minus 110. You can take the three at the same price. No juice anywhere. I'd be shocked, uh, barring some other huge injury news here, if this moves a lot. So let's assume it's three. Uh, Final take for the week now, Patriots and Lions tomorrow. Yeah, um, I'm kind of standing by what – I was at on yesterday where I think the Patriots win, but I think the, the lions could cover this number. Um, it I is just, a coin I, flip, man. They, they got really this number is. nailed. They got uh, nailed. We, we actually talked about it this morning on the producer show. Uh, if you see there's any scenario where the Patriots could blow out the lions, I don't I, do. I, I, I think it's more likely the lions blow out the Patriots, but either way, I don't expect it to be a blowout. I expect it to be close no matter what, just because, I think the Belichick game plan going into this game is let's run the football. Let's kill the clock, run the football, possess the ball. That's what they want to do. They want to win the possession game. They want to win the turnover battle. So I don't necessarily believe that there uh, is going to be a blowout either way. Um, But I am still firmly on the over. The number continues to fall. It's now 
at 40 uh, it's 45 and a half it was down I see to 45 a, and a half here yeah yeah it was down to 45 a couple hours ago and so you know I continue to be on the over. I know I'm with the public here. I understand that. I don't care. I think Vegas is overcompensating the fact that Detroit hasn't played a game outdoors and like they're really bouncing or like betting on the fact that Detroit just struggles outdoors and against Bill Belichick. I'm not buying it. I think this defense is putrid, which means a Patriots score. I think the Patriots defense isn't great. And this Detroit offense is good. Detroit will score. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really in on the over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm still with you. My favorite bet is the over, especially at 45 and a half. We thought this number would go up all week. We were wrong Monday and we're wrong uh, Saturday morning, Sean. What would help us, by the way, if we get any sort of positive news on Amon Ross St. Brown? He did practice yesterday. Yep. Him playing would be huge uh, for them yes, in their agreed. offense. And, and um, I forget who brought this up, but someone who's listening to this morning said basically they have a bye week next week. They've already ruled DeAndre Swift out. Why the hell would Dan Campbell practice St. Brown on a Friday, tag him questionable, fly him out here to New England, and not play. and then not have him ready to go? So 100%. I think there are some signs he's going to play. That is helpful for us in the over for sure. If it's him and Josh Reynolds and Hawkinson, then you really potentially maybe golf can cook a little bit, and we need a back and forth. We need these teams to play fast. And I think the, the Lions getting up early would be huge for us to get this over because the Patriots in chase mode, they have to throw the ball with Zappy. Yeah, and, and I, I think one of the, the major inactives that uh, doesn't get talked about enough is the fact that the Patriots are have officially ruled out Lawrence Guy for this game. He is not playing, and that means, again, more rushing props for the Detroit Lions. I want all of the Jamal Williams I can find in yeah. every which way and form because this defense without Lawrence Guy cannot stop the run. You saw Aaron Jones last week just having his way with this defense. A.J. Dillon even had, it, had a pretty good day. Um, and I expect Jamal Williams to do something very similar, especially after seeing how good he's been over the first four weeks of the season. So as we jump into the props here, folks, we'll do about 20 minutes, go back and forth on props. Shime has a lot. He is the, he's our prop God here on the yep. show. Um, as of Saturday morning, there's a lot of stuff we're waiting on. I mean, I, it's, I, I guess it's Shime because there are so many guys questionable yeah. and so many guys sort of, but there, there are a lot of props, including that Saints game. I know you like that you can't bet right now because they're not sure on some of these guys. So be aware that we there may be better number. There may be bets that are, we like that aren't up right now that you may get tomorrow morning at some point, or they may protect themselves and not post them because they're not sure who's in, who's out. That could also happen. Yeah, 100%. You have to be wary of all uh, injuries. One of the, the ones I was looking at, too, is that Miami game. Jalen Waddle currently not posted, even though it seems as though they're more confident Waddle will play than Tyreek Hill. Waddle not posted, but Hill is. So you really have to... Uh, monitor all injury reports across the league all the way up until game time. For example, in Patriots Lions Shime, uh, there are only four players listed to bet on their receiving yards prop. Yep. At least you want to bet it outright. If you go to same game parlays, maybe you can find it, but normally it doesn't work that way. Unless you want to bet Damian Harris, Hunter Henry, Jamal Williams, or Madre Stevenson, those are the only four guys listed yeah. in the receiving yards for a game where there's going to be like six, seven other skill players that touch the football. So. Yeah, it's it's wild. I'm kind of surprised that no other Patriots receivers are listed, like Devontae or Aguilar. But I guess it makes <clears throat> excuse me. I guess it makes sense if Myers is going to play; those numbers would probably be a little lower than normal. So, um, so I understand why. I guess they're on not on the board, but I'm kind of surprised. All right, I I will start with the Patriots game now with more of a question. I know we yeah. want to attack Detroit on the ground. Yep. Um, do you feel strongly either way on Harris at 85 and a half rushing yards or Stevenson? 
53 and a half rushing yards. Bolton bet up to minus 120. You mean 58 um, and a half for Harris. Sorry. 58 and a half for Harris, 53 and a half for Stevenson. Yep. Um, any lean either way on who might see the, 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 the carries, the answer obviously is no, but I'm any gut feel on these guys. Uh, not really. I, I think these numbers are good. I think both these numbers should be in the, the mid to high fifties um, with knowing how bad Detroit's defense is. So, so Damian Harris is generally the workhorse back, but I mean, or, or at least the, the downhill runner of the two, uh, yep. but Ramondre has been getting a lot, a lot of snaps lately. Um, and I don't know, the, I, I would normally lean here instead if I'm betting either of these running backs to just go Ramondre receiving yards if it was Mac Jones at quarterback. But with Bailey Zappi at quarterback, I don't know exactly you know how me. he's going to play. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to check it down to the running back very often. And, and Ramondre's number is only 17 and a half. So in a normal scenario, I would take that over. I still even lean that over. But for right now, I think I'm going to avoid the two Patriot running backs rushing lines just because I think they're very well placed and I'm not sure it's hard to determine who's going to get the bulk of the carries tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it's tough. And Steven's got a bunch of catches. We had that. We pointed to that last yep. week, but out of the backfield, he's the guy. I mean, is it Damian Harris? I have to go back and look, but Damian Harris, nine and a half receiving yards. Um, I'm going to go back and check some, check some other game logs, but I, again, there, there's, you want to attack Detroit on the ground. They're both viable. I just yep. can't take a strong feel. I, I know for sure in this game, Shine on the other side of the ball, do you want to start with your Lions stuff uh, in this yeah. game? Yeah. I mean, the first pick I want to make is Jamal Williams over 65 and a half rushing yards. Like that's, to me, to me, that's the easiest bet in the book on the entire slate. Like this guy has been great all year. He absolutely dominated Seattle last week. The Patriots, as I said, without Lawrence Guy, can't stop a nosebleed. He is the three down running back too for Detroit. Like he only comes out when he needs a spell and that's very rare. And then, and then they toss in, uh, was it Craig Reynolds or whoever, um, or J uh, Justin Jackson. So like Jamal Williams is going to get 80% of the running back snaps here. And so yeah. I, I, I absolutely 65 and a half is not enough. This number should be in the high seventies in my opinion. And uh, another, another, way I want to attack that as well. So I, I'm definitely playing Jamal Williams over 65 and a half rush yards. Okay. But then on top of that, I think making a Jamal Williams anytime touchdown um, prop parlay, or like parlay with the, uh, like in the same game parlay with the rushing yards of over uh, 69 and a half. So he hits that 70 mark, gets a touchdown. You're talking plus 240 right there. Um, wow. I, I love that value. I, I think 70 is very, very much in the cards for Jamal Williams. Like I even think there's a chance he gets a hundred today or tomorrow. Um, but I, so I am, I am heavily invested in Jamal this weekend. Anything else from that game specifically, Jamal Williams, we marked it down here. Uh, anything else you want to do with this game or any injuries that could change what you might do. People listening on Saturday that won't hear won't updates until Sunday on the injuries. Yeah. I want to keep my eye on a Monroe St. Brown's number. Um, if he does play, I, I want to look at it. If it's, I mean, if they're going to the goad you into taking the over just because he's banged up, I, I would still probably buy into the over if it's not too high. Um, I, I'm looking anywhere around that 60 to 65 range. If he's in that range, I want the over. I definitely do. Um, it, once you get closer to 70 is when I kind of start to wobble a little bit. I just yep. don't think the Patriots have a corner that can keep up with him, even if he is banged up. That's why I want to attack him on Rob. But right now, they're not listed, so I can't really uh, make a play. All right, one of the biggest spreads on the board this week, and rightfully so, uh, are the Bills, who are anywhere between, what, 14? I thought I saw 14 and a half. 14, yeah. In some places. Uh, the expectation is they're going to absolutely stomp 
what I like in this game is the return of Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis has been hobbled by an ankle injury, but still been out there the last two weeks, still involved, but not, not the Gabe Davis we saw in week one shine and not the Gabe Davis we saw in the playoffs last year. Practiced yep. in full Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He's off the report. I, I, Isaiah McKenzie might not play in this game with concussion. It's not official yet. Uh, they're going to throw a lot against this terrible Pittsburgh defense. My favorite prop on the board available right now, and I'm not the only one because minus 125, over 51 and a half receiving yards, Gabe Davis. I, I think there's a there's a chance this is his sort of healthy breakout game, um, and Pittsburgh's going to put the, all their efforts to shut down Steph Diggs, and rightfully so. Gabe Davis, 51 and a half receiving yards. I want the over. I want to. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I probably am going to stay away from this game it, it, pretty much for props. I just think that there's a good chance Buffalo gets up early and they kind of sit on it just with how banged up their receiving core is. They kind of yep. get the ball to Zach Moss and, and Devin Singletary and those guys and, and try and just kind of sit on a lead. You know, they get up two, three scores and they just run the football. And so for me, in that scenario, I don't want to have any Josh Allen or receiver props uh, on my card just because I don't feel confident that they're going to have to throw for four quarters. Uh, I totally get it. So I'm going Gabe Davis. Again, I'm gambling a little bit on his health, and that's what slowed him yep. down. So uh, I'm comfortable doing that. Uh, you're you're up next. Go ahead. Uh, let's go to the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. I uh, oh, they're, they're hosting the Atlanta Falcons. They're 10-point favorites. Uh, I gave out on Mud at night last night uh, that I love the Tom Brady over two-and-a-half touchdown passes at plus 160. I still love that. I want that all day. And on top of that, I want to pair that with a Mike Evans game. Uh, I, Mike Evans is only listed at 57 and a half. I want the over. You saw it in that last game against Kansas City. Tom Brady looked good, looked healthy. Mike Evans looked good. He looked, and Chris Godwin is still coming back from that injury. But at least Godwin is on the field, which takes some of that pressure off of Mike Evans, frees him up a little bit to have bigger nights. So I really like Mike Evans over 57 and a half on top of the Tom Brady over two and a half touchdown passes. That game right now is that everyone's talking about that game now being this huge breakout spot for Brady, right? Yep. It feels like it's a get right game. Well, it's a get right game, a team he's dominated, like you were talking about. And then if you want to believe the personal life stuff, you know, he may be out for revenge mode to change yep. the narrative on what's going on. So I, I, that's not football related, Shive. I would not bake that in. No, but, but I like a good storyline. That it's, it, and, and, and a lot of people in the industry, Shime, are, and I'm surprised by this because a lot of times you know, the people that we listen to are not laying 10 points in the game. Yeah. A lot of people just love the Bucs, like crush the Falcons in this game. Yeah, I'm staying away from that that game total uh, or, or that uh, that spread. I would be more inclined to bet the game total of under 46. I think there's a chance the Buccaneers just stomp on the Atlanta Falcons. But then again, it's a division game. The Bucs outside of that Kansas City game have not been great on offense. So I just want to pump the brakes a little bit and don't get too invested. All right. Uh, I know you, you're you you still in love with the Seahawks tomorrow. Yeah, your, uh, I do have a Seahawks that? prop. I know you had uh, something you wanted to talk about for the Seahawks game as well. So what do well, you got? I, I would say this is where the injuries, again, are a factor. Um, the guy I was excited about, and they post this early in the week and it's down, um, was Jarvis Landry because Mike Thomas is not going to play. Uh, Andy Dalton's the quarterback. Andy Dalton's like a, a classic check down, find the slot receiver. Uh, and I was excited to sit down and go to receiving. Actually, I do have Jarvis Landry. So this is so this is the point. It's 43 and a half at even money. I want the over. Yep. I, I think if you want if you want to bet this with me and you think there's a chance that Landry could be like their number one receiver in a game that could be a shootout, and you've talked about this, Shime. Though that we know Seattle's defense is terrible. Yeah. Uh New Orleans could really score some points here. 
it's it's either going to be him or it's going to be Marquez Callaway or Chris Olave. It's like that them and 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 Camara, those three guys. Yep. And Landry's questionable. So you can place this bet today, even money. If you get word that he's going to play, this number is going to go up and you're going to have to lay some juice. Yeah. If you if you like this like I do, I bet this this morning, Shime, knowing that if he's ruled out, the bet is void on DK. So yeah. I'm I'm surprised for a questionable guy they're listing him. I want Jarvis Landry over 40 43 and a half receiving yards in this game. And my hope is either he plays and we get there or he's ruled out and they void the thing out anyway. So I think this game has shootout potential. I, 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 we talked about, you're right, we talked about Alvin Kamara this week, who's also, I think, very likely to go over 26 and a half receiving yards in this game. I, I like Kamara. It's not a good price, but Kamara has any time touchdown score in this game. The whole plan the entire time was not play over in London, be back ready to go. We saw what Detroit did to Seattle's defense. So we talked about attacking certain spots. I want to attack the Seattle defense with Jarvis Landry and to a lesser extent, Alvin Kamara. That's okay. Yeah, I'm into it. I like that. I, I, I'm going to play with the Seahawks here. I'm going to go with Geno Smith pass yards. I'm going to go with the over on 242 and a half now. So it was, <laughs> it was, it, yeah, right. It was 238 about two hours ago. It's now up to 242. So clearly other wow. people are, other people are into this too. And it's minus 115. Um, so there's a lot of other people betting Geno. So you look at Geno's first two games, right? He got Denver's defense in game one, and it was also week one of the season, and then got San Francisco. Two legitimate defenses where he threw for under 200 yards. His next two games, he absolutely lit it up. The <laughs> New Orleans Saints stink. I believe Geno continues to light it up. I like the Geno number up to about 250. That's where I start to hesitate. But for now, sitting at 242 and a half, I love it. I loved it even more earlier in the day when it was 238 and a half. But I, I, I'm 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 loving 242, and I will ride with my guy Gino here. Again, folks, the idea that we're listening, listening to a podcast, we're watching us on Twitch right now, and we're excited for Gino Smith games tells you all you have to know about the football season. Sean, if I, if I told you this back in September on the first show, hey, week five, you're going to be touting the Seahawks and Geno Smith, you would have had me drug tested. Uh, yeah, That's I would have said you're on drugs, 100%. That's exactly what I would have done. Uh, I like the Dolphins tomorrow quite a bit, Shime. I'm hoping that the Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle uh, uh, Q tags are not uh, actual and they just sort of pretend. Uh, I know with uh, Tyreek Hill, they said it's a uh, it just popped up. They're trying to manage it. Hopefully, we'll play. I- I'm going to assume those guys for now are going to play. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't affect my prop at all. Uh, the Miami Dolphins this year have given up the most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks on the slate. 24 carries oh, wow. for 172 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I think it's a chance that uh, Zach Wilson is running for his life tomorrow. We saw in, in, uh, when he got hurt in preseason, when things break down, this guy tucks in and runs. I really like Zach Wilson over eight and a half rushing yards, minus 120, a run for your life. Dolphins get so far off field, the quarterback's got to run. Uh, this would be the third prop on my list here today. Gabe Davis, Jarvis Landry, and give me the over on Zach Wilson, eight and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I kind of like that. I, I didn't I didn't even deposit it. I didn't even think about it, but I, I think that's a good way to approach it. Uh, Zach Wilson, like you said, will tuck and run eight and a half yards is not a lot. That's one. That could be one first down run and, and you're, you cash. So I, I, so, I really like that. Uh, when he came back last week, when he started for Pittsburgh, yep. Two carries for 15 yards. Bingo. So when his first game back, two carries, 15 yards. That's on the bum knee. Uh, last year, last couple of games of the season, two for 24, four for 91, four for 12, four for 43. So he he was rushing then last year yep. against Miami. He faced them during the time he was rushing four carries for 12 yards. 
I don't think he played again in seven the first game. Not, I don't be missed if it was an injury or he was not the starter yet. Um, but he ran for 12 yards last year against Miami. He ran for over 12 yards in four of his last five starts and now five of his last six counting last week. Zach Wilson over eight and a half rushing yards. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to go to the Miami team here. I, I, we talked about it already. We You have to monitor the injuries. So this is one you have to monitor. But if he plays, I really like Tyreek Hill this week. I think the over 66 and a half is I too low too. of a number. And I think it's uh, in part, we, we've talked about it. We talked about it yesterday. I've talked about it with a bunch of buddies of mine as well. I, I think they're dropping all of these numbers too much because of Teddy Bridgewater, right? They, they people are over, yeah. over exaggerating the drop off from Tua to Teddy. In my opinion, I don't think there's going to be that big of a drop off, especially with Teddy having the full week of practice this week. I think he's going to make sure to get the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands. We know Teddy can throw a pretty nice deep ball. He can actually throw a better deep ball than Tua. So that yeah. is now in play, which normally it isn't. Uh, and you don't have to worry about just getting it to him in short yardage and let him get into space. Now you can actually attack down the field. So I really like the number of over 66 and a half for Tyree kill barring him playing. Yeah. He's a huge play for me in DFS. I've already started building tournament teams. I'm, I'm, yep. st I'm starting with him because my theory, I like the dolphins a lot. Yep. Um, I, I think that Teddy Bridgewater is with a full week with Mike McDaniel. Like Tua probably is more natural talent, but I don't think the drop off is is it's not it's not Mac Jones to Bailey Zappi. No, it's so not that I, dramatic. It just isn't. Completely with you, and I wouldn't be shocked if both Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle both go over their receiving numbers this week because it's so condensed. There, I mean, with two, we're just throwing at those two guys, and it feels like Mike McDaniel is following the offense there. So yeah, like I know it's nuts, but I, I think both those guys can go over against a Jet team that, by the way, is uh, 29th DVOA against the pass this year. Bingo! They Another big reason that. I want to attack that. Uh, I want to pull an updated odds number up here as I scroll through it back and forth. Uh, I think it's the last one. I had. Where are all my game tags here? Hey, Sean, why don't you go next? I got to find mine here. Give me a second. All right, let's uh, hop into another game that I love. It was actually my first pick yesterday. That's the San Francisco-Carolina game. Yep. Uh, I want the under on Baker Mayfield's pass yards at 194 and a half. Uh, it's minus 130, which kind of sucks. But at the same time, Baker stinks. This defense is going to... This defense is going to pummel the Panthers. Uh, I, it's just, I, I just don't see an avenue in which the Panthers have any chance of even coming close to winning this game or covering for that matter. Um, Baker can try. They're going to be in just chuck and duck mode a, 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 in the second half at this point, and it's not going to work. And Baker is going to stink. I wouldn't be shocked if Baker comes out of the game at some point. Um, and I also wouldn't be shocked if Matt Rule gets canned on Monday. So totally I am. I am all in on Baker under 194 and a half uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. I like that play a lot. Uh, you and Costos talked about that game yesterday on the Greg Hill show. And I, I'm as someone lucky. I'm holding a Matt rule first coach fire ticket. So I, I, I hope he finds a new job. Nothing against him and his family. It's probably bad comedy to make a bet like that. But uh, yeah, I, I think he's, I think he's very likely to be uh, looking for a job, if not during the season, after the season. So my fourth yep. and final one, at least on the record here, um, that I know I'm going to play. This is this is filthy, and if you, you, I understand if you hear this and you like take if you're, you pause the podcast and walk away, or if you're watching on Twitch, you wonder why <laughs> well, I, I spend the last this. thirty minutes doing this. Um, the Chicago Bears stink. Okay, yeah, they're terrible. I'm listening. They have a divisional game tomorrow against Minnesota. I think Minnesota is going to absolutely cook. I think okay. I think uh, Kirk Cousins is going to throw for 250 yards plus, multiple touchdowns, like cakewalk type of game. Okay. I don't think that the Bears in a divisional game are going to roll over and die and just say, Khalil Herbert, here's the ball. 
Uh, Dave Montgomery, if he plays, here's the ball. Okay. Uh, Minnesota, the Vikings, Chris Schein, have given up the eighth most receiving yards to wide receivers this year. Oh, boy. Here we go. Give me over 49 and a half receiving yards, Darnell Mooney. Bears and Vikings. <sighs> I get it's, it's it. Disgusting. It's it's a disgusting. It is. It gross is. play. I was I in the Trader Joe's parking lot today. I felt bad clicking on it. Oh but I, yeah. I, I want. I I I don't know why my. I don't even know how I even got to that play. I think I was looking for like Jefferson Thielen stuff, and obviously that's been bet off the board. Um. So it was Irv Smith, then I flipped over. I'm like, well, that's one. That's one catch. That's down twenty-one nothing. One deep bomb. Justin Fields gets on the deep. Yeah, I get it. I, I mean, hey, good luck. I'm going to stay away from this, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's fine. I'm betting on Geno Smith, so I can't really uh, I, I can't really make fun of you for it. So those are the four that I really, really like. I can be talked into some new things. Uh, what else you got on your list? Uh, so the next one I have on my list here, I'm going to go Austin Eckler over 38 and a half reception yards in the game. Um, the guy has just been a target machine in the last three weeks. I think it's a nine, eight and six uh, uh, targets over the last three weeks. He's hit this number all three of those weeks. Uh, the only week he didn't was week one where he only had four catches. So I, I think this, this is this offense without Keenan Allen is going to focus on just check down, check down, check down to Austin Eckler, which means a ton of receiving yards here. So I'm all about the over 38 and a half receiving yards for Austin Eckler. Yeah, it's weird. It's he's he's not playing as much as I thought he was going to play. So no. I, he can probably get it on a couple of plays uh, in that Cleveland pass rush. Uh, I think Garrett, as you said, cleared the, the the injury list. So I think it'll be a dump off day for him. Uh, the volume hopefully is there, but uh, it's not one that I hate. Uh, and that's an interesting game too. You know, on the other yes. side, you have Nick Chubb, which has been so he's been so good. And 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 sometimes the Chargers are like, well, you can run on us. We just don't want you to beat us. That's Staley's thing, right? We don't mind giving up yards at the ground. Well, that might set up Chubb to have a, a monster down day. Cleveland side. He stands, I, he stands out a little bit there. I thought about betting Chubb, but his number's like 91 and a half. And I'm like, probably, fair, no, fair number. Yeah. Oh, 100% fair number. The guy runs for 100 yards. It doesn't he lead the league in rushing yards? Like the guy, Nick Chubb is awesome. He's been great all, all season. So I'm not, I can't blame them for making that number. It's just too high for me. All right, um, keep going. You got a big The list. other game I want to go to here is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, much highest total on the board, right? Is it the highest total on the board? I believe it is. Yeah. Um, well, much low scoring plays. You have Falcons and Bucks at 46, Chargers Browns at 47. Uh, and your game is now up to 48 and a half. So, of okay. the Sunday games by a point and a half bigger than any other game on the board. Well, Mutt, I have a trivia question for you. How many points have the Arizona Cardinals scored in the first quarter combined this season? Can I give you the first half answer? Uh, first first half is only 12 points, so I don't know what first quarter is. The first quarter is zero. They have scored zero <laughs> points in the first quarter through four games. They're being outscored. I'll, I'll give this was part of my picks yesterday. They're being outscored in the first half of games through four games, 66 12. And you and you want to know who's really good at starting fast? The Philadelphia I, I effing took them. Eagles. I already bet them. I, already, I, know, I know, which I is them. why yeah. I am doubling into that. I'm taking the Eagles minus one in the first quarter at even money, or no plus one hundred five, which is just the best number ever. And okay. then Eagles minus three and a half in the first half. Like there's, I I don't see a, a any bet. scenario oh, where wow. the Eagles aren't dominating the first quarter and and the first half, and then the Cardinals will try and make it a game in the second half, and the Eagles will walk away with the win. Like that's that's to me exactly how it's going to be because that's every Arizona Cardinals game. 
And so I uh, I love, 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 love betting the Eagles both those ways in the first half. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I bet I bet the five because the line should be much higher. And I, I, I get why they can't do it um, yep. because it was the, the, the Falcons. I mean, the Cardinals would have been a favorite in the preseason. So you can't like can't go a complete 10-point swing four weeks in with no real injuries when you knew Hopkins was going to play anyway. They're just that. They can't make the line high enough. And I'll, I'll let, the five's a weird number. But I like, I mean, I'm, it's on the list. It's on the list for the Saturday p.m. or uh, Sunday morning drive. That is now added. All right, I got two last bets for you real quick. Uh, In the London game, I want the under 28 and a half Daniel Jones rush yards. This guy has a bum ankle. He's not going to be running the football. He's literally out there to hand it off to Saquon Barkley and make a couple passes to a bunch of no-name receivers. He's not going to be able to run. He's too hobbled. Um, So I'm just hoping – I agree. I'm just hoping he gets out of the field and actually plays it all. uh, That's a high number. In the cash. Too high of a number. Yeah. Uh, and and if he was healthy, the number is reasonable, but he's not. He's playing on a bum ankle. I want the under. Give me the under 28 and a half there. And then Sunday night football, Bengals and Ravens. Uh, I want the over on Joe Burrow pass yards, 272 and a half. Um, this reeks of a Jamar Chase breakout game. He has not been great uh, the first four weeks of the season. This week might be the week he's great because we know how bad that Baltimore secondary is. We saw it against the Dolphins. The Patriots were able to score on them. Uh, last week it was a rain game against Buffalo, so I don't even really count that necessarily. I, I, it, Cincinnati is finally getting right uh, the last couple weeks. I think this is another game where they're trying to get right and be right. And, and so in order to do that, you have to get Jamar Chase going. Uh, so I, I think it's a Jamar Chase game. But are, you, I, I don't, are you playing Burrow or Chase? What's the I'm play, what's the, So. I, I think it's a chase game, but I'm not as confident. I am confident Burrow's going to light it up. That's why I'm going Burrow over Chase. I want Burrow's over at 272 and a half, but I, I'm leaning Chase, but I'm not going to play it. I'm going with Burrow. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going to give you one more one more note to make you feel better about this. And and oh, this is a little. This is somewhat weighted because of the outcome in the fourth quarter, of Miami. Yeah. Um, but those Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens defense has allowed the most receiving yards to receivers. Almost a thousand yards, six touchdowns, and three different games of a hundred more yards. So they're they're one of the easiest defenses so far to pass against. Yep. Um, the defense is supposed to be good, but you can attack. I don't, they're tough to run on sometimes. Yeah. But I, I I know you're going with Burrow. You may just talk me into looking into some Jamar Chase T Higgins stuff uh, in that game. That's yeah. The only that's reason, another reason that's I didn't target the uh, T Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase is right now. I think they're both listed at like minus one thirty. So I didn't love the value there. Um, but those numbers could move. And if you're making a same game parlay on a Sunday night after you have won a little bit and in the one o'clock, four o'clock slate, then uh, maybe that's an avenue you go down. Well, I just want one more thing on value before you get to. I, so I was actually thinking about this this morning. I, I'm willing to eat because some of my picks here are minus 120, minus 125, minus 130. I think with some of these props, shine, we got to be willing to eat more chalk than we would um, in like a game, like instead, like a, instead of a money line play oh, on yeah. 18. Like I, I think. I think we have – I'm going to try to be more flexible because with that, like, Mutt's big bet, I was always trying to look for a prop that was plus 105, plus 110. The stuff in football that's going to be good, it's going to be bet. Like, you and I are not sitting in Boston like some prop geniuses that are going to, like, find the one or two – well, maybe Darnell Mooney. Um, find, like, the one or two gems. Like, the good stuff is, is going to be evident to people to pay attention. Yeah. So I am willing to, especially in same-game parlors, like you said, where you're building the value up, I'm willing to eat some chalk and not be afraid of minus 130 in the prop bets. I just yeah, can't do it. 
I'm with you there. Like in prop bets, you're just inherently going to find a lot more of those uh, heavier vigs, and that's fine. Like I'm willing to buy them if I really feel confident about the number. Just with the like with the number with Chase and Higgins, I just I my issue is that I don't know exactly which one's going to get the bulk of the targets. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to invest in the value, and I'd rather invest in Joe Burrow. So that's kind of where my head at was that. But I I'm with you. I I think. You know, I, I don't have a problem taking a prop at minus one thirty if I have a a very strong conviction that it's going to hit. Uh, and to your uh, point, uh, right now, Jamar Chase sixty nine and a half yards at minus one thirty five, and T Higgins right there, and he should be Higgins is maybe the most underrated receiver in the league, sixty seven and a half yards at minus one twenty five. Um, that's a, that's a fun Sunday night game, and then we get our buddy Josh McDaniel against the Chiefs on Monday night. <laughs> That uh, could be a lot of fun too. All right, you've given me is this is that eight? You have two more? Or is that all I 10? Have ten? Nope, I gave you ten. Uh, so I'll run through them real quick for you. Sure. So we got Eagles first quarter minus one, Eagles first half minus three and a half, Jamal Williams over 65 and a half rush yards, Tom Brady over two and a half touchdown passes at plus 160, Mike Evans over 57 and a half receiving yards, Tyreek Hill over 66 and a half receiving yards, Geno Smith over 242 and a half pass yards. Baker Mayfield <laughs> under 194 and a half pass yards. Austin Eckler over 38 and a half receiving yards. Joe Burrow over 272 and a half passing yards. And Daniel Jones under 28 and a half rushing yards. All right. So eight of your 10 are overs. You yep. want offense tomorrow. Uh, yep. My fa- Of the ones you gave us here today, Shime, I can't speak for the audience, but my favorite, and I know that I'm going to play now, is well, it's a, it's a, it's two prong. The Philadelphia first half is a great, great point. Have to play. Um, and Daniel Jones, that under, that's re- that's that is such a high number from DK. I agree. Um, and, and again, like you're not rooting for Matt Rule to really get fired, but no, there's there there's a, I mean, isn't there a more increased chance than say Bailey Zappi that Daniel Jones gets hurt again and yes. has to leave the game? And that's yes, there is. So that that should be big. They're not they're not baking that into the the it's one they should that should be factored into their number, and that number is too high. Daniel Jones could play two plays and be done for the game. Like uh, that again, that's exactly why I I saw it. I saw it at 28 and a half and I said, that's too high for a guy with a bum ankle. I'm out. All right. So Shime is on uh, 10. I only have four. Uh, Gabe Davis over 51 and a half receiving yards. Zach Wilson over eight and a half rushing yards. The Jets quarterback Darnell Mooney over 49 and a half receiving yards. And then if it's available, if we, if you get word to, I would play it now because it's even money. But I like Jarvis Landry if he plays over 43 and a half receiving yards. Um, and if he doesn't, you get refunded. And yep. if you get where he's going to play, that, that that juice is going to go up. It will not be even money, uh, I don't think. That's a lot of props, buddy. What else? Good list. It's a good day. Hey, I told you I was going to come correct this week. We Jeez. struggled last Ooh. week. Uh, I went three and four on props last week. I am looking to have a big boy week this week. So I'm ready to go. If someone was like so super confident in their three on the show picks this week, they said, I'm going to make a, a, a nice three team tease and, and make it. So maybe you have the, uh, the Eagles and the dolphins and the Titans on a three. Like, who th- hypothetically, uh, who would lose that for you? Who, who should I be most worried? Or not, I'm not me, but someone else. Who should they be most worried about costing them with the three picks I made this week, all teased six points the other way. So you're getting Eagles plus one, yep. Dolphins plus three, uh, and then three and a half, three, two and a half, I think. Two, two and a half. half, Dolphins two and a half, and uh, what was the last one again? Titans four and a half. Titans four and a half. Mm. Really, I, I guess I would say Dolphins just because uh, 
I don't. I. I, I mean, it's hard. And he I, just I think started. he's forty-two and twenty-one against. I know, and, and, and I, I love all these. I love all these picks as it is. So, like to me, it's hard. But I guess if I had to pick one, like you're telling me, I have to pick one of them. I would say Miami is the most risky. But I mean, most risky is relative when it's not that much risk, in my opinion. Yeah, I just it just it looked too obvious. So someone's gonna screw me. You know, yep. so, oh yeah, have to. Someone someone's gonna be the Minnesota Vikings and just get me good this way. I'm not touching that. that yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm taking a break. And I say this once or twice a year. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm gonna stop betting the Vikings by week eight. I'll be back on. Is it bad to back. say I kind of like the Bears in that game? Like plus seven and a half. <laughs> I, I, I I'm not gonna bet it. Case. I'm not gonna bet it. I'm just saying I kind of like my it. theme this week was only bet the good teams and bet against the bad teams, and the Bears are bad. Uh, oh, the one the one other pick I wanted to mention before we get out of here, I really like the Dallas Cowboys plus five and a half this week at the Rams. Uh, it wasn't one of my picks because I liked my other three picks more, but this was the one that I had to leave on the cutting board floor. I really like this pick. The cutting I board the, floor or the, or the cutting room floor? Cutting room floor. That's what it is. <laughs> cutting room, the cutting board mean. floor. I like that. Yeah, cutting <laughs> cutting room floor. Uh, I really like the Cowboys. Week. Getting five and a half points against a Rams offense that has struggled mightily. Micah Parsons, that the defense looks awesome too. So uh, I think there could be a lot of turnovers on the Rams part. So getting a five and a half point uh, spread there for the, the Cowboys seems like a blast. So uh, I will be betting that. I want to let people know I will be betting that. But it was not one of my picks. Um, so I, it's funny. I didn't look this up. So I'm doing it on the fly. Maybe you can help me out. Where, where do you find, I can find individual sack totals. What about team sack totals for a game shine? I think you might be able to find that in the defensive special teams props. Um, so let's see. Defense, special team sacks. Oh, this is where this is individual, individual players. Let me see. Is it team props then maybe? And I apologize, folks. Uh, we're watching it live. We can always edit it on that. Total points, total touchdowns. Nope. Weekly specials. No um, yeah, it's a bad job by me. I should have, because I, I was right. thinking their offensive line is terrible. Yep. Um, how about game props? I looked there too. I don't see it, but we'll we'll have to. Well, if if I track it down, we'll tweet it out. But. Um, I would be interested in, right uh, hold on. Oh, it's, oh, hold on. I think I found it here. It's way, you have to scroll down way past this. Oh, this has got to be here. First score. First score. Total touchdowns, field goals. Come on. <laughs> no sense. Safety. This is ridiculous. Unbelievable. Well, I'd be interested, and I don't even know what the number would be. Uh, it's not one I think about a lot, uh, but I'd be interested in, uh, what their team total is for for team sacks in this game? Yeah, I, I, I would as well. Terrible, and I love 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 Micah Parsons. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I think this Dallas defense is good, uh, and they're going to get some sacks in this game, and probably some turnovers. To be completely honest, so. All right, Chime. Anything else? We've given people quite a bit here. About ten nope. more minutes than I expected to go. That's uh, it. Gonna, I'm gonna cut it off. I'm doing this anyway with you on the phone, so we have to do it on a podcast. Right? Exactly. You know, I had to get it out there. Yeah. No, I got my ten picks out there. I'm comfortable with those ten. All right. If you're watching, thank you for watching on Twitch, on Shime's channel, uh, listening on the podcast, uh, subscribe, rate, and review, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, any breaking news, Shime, we think is worth noting, we'll put it out on Twitter yep. at BetQL Boston tomorrow on Twitter, BetQL Boston. Uh, and then we'll be back for a full podcast Monday recapping Patriots, our picks, and I think a good Monday night game. Uh, actually, one I want to awesome. watch between the Chiefs and Raiders. Yeah, I'm really excited for Monday Night Football. I'm really excited for the slate tomorrow. So, uh, Mutt, enjoy all of your football watching tomorrow, my friend. I can't wait, buddy. We'll talk. So we'll talk uh, Monday morning. Thanks. Good luck with all your bets.
Sounds good, Matt. I'll talk to you then.